0: Welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. How are you? I am having such a wonderful day. Today, I didn't have to go to work. I don't have to cook for Thanksgiving. Yay! And I just get a chance to actually enjoy myself, enjoy my day. Now, my kids are not going to be happy that I'm home today because, yeah, they are cleaning up their room. It's like a disaster. And I don't know why. It's like they're little girls. I don't know why their room is always such a mess, but it is. And so I went to the store. I got more hangers, more things for them to have storage so that we can clean their room and hopefully keep it clean. So yes, we're doing that today. And we are going to be eating out on Thanksgiving, so I don't have to worry about cooking. But then again... You know, Thanksgiving is one of those times when cooking is something that you actually do. Now, I'm just going to be honest and tell you a secret about myself. I don't like to cook. Nope. Not me. Don't like to cook at all. Now, I do cook because I have to cook breakfast, lunch, dinner, and I cook every day because I am just too cheap to buy food or go to fast food places all the time. I'm too cheap to eat out. Because with my kids, you will buy them a whole bunch of food to eat, they'll eat it and they'll still be hungry. So for me, cooking is more economical. So that is what I do. So I cook every single day and it works for us. But I don't like to do it and I don't enjoy doing it. I cook out of necessity. So I cook because either I'm hungry or my kids need to eat. And that is why I cook. I'm not one of those people who will go get recipes and look things up and try to learn new techniques. That's just not me. And I'm fine with that. But for some reason, on Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, I catch what I like to call the cooking bug. And I actually want to cook. Now, I love watching cooking shows. Believe it or not, I'm a huge fan of Food Network and I watch it all the time. But... I don't really like to cook. So it's like, I watch what they do. I see what they do. And it's funny because I'm a vegetarian slash vegan. I'm trying to be more of a vegan than a vegetarian. But I don't even eat meat. And I know how to cook a steak and all this stuff. I know how to break down a chicken just because I watch Food Network. Now, I will probably never do any of those things. But because I watch so much Food Network, I know how to do it. So, back to what I was saying. I... Don't really like to cook. And the only time I do catch the cooking bug is around Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Those are the only three times. So during those few weeks of the holiday season, I will go and I'll look up different recipes, I'll try different things, and sometimes they turn out good, sometimes they don't, but that's beside the point. I will try and I will look things up. And I actually get excited about cooking. And I've tried to figure out forever like why is this? But you know what? I think it's because of a couple of factors. First, I have time off from work. So I'm not rushing here and there and then coming home and trying to feed my kids. You know, I have time. Like today if I wanted to cook I have all day and I probably will cook something Um, I'm thinking about making cranberry sauce because that's one of the things I'm supposed to bring. So I know how to make that from scratch. Yay, me. And so I'm going to do that probably. But I'm only going to try to do this because I have the day off. If I had to work, I would probably just go buy a whole bunch of cans of cranberry sauce and call it a day. But I'm home. So I'm just like, why not make it? So, you know, I think that has a factor. That plays a huge factor. During the holidays, I have more time at home. That's one thing. I have more time to dedicate to cooking, listening to music, it's calm, it's relaxing, and it's just fun, you know, just like something magical about the holiday season. It is so much fun, and so I really want to do these things, and so those are only the three holidays where I want to cook. So it's like I'll start my cooking up in Thanksgiving, I'll start doing that, Then I'll start getting ready to cook for Christmas, which is also fun. And then for New Year's, I also try to cook something. But after New Year's, I don't know what it is about January 2nd. I'm over it. I am totally healed. There's no more cooking bug here. I'm done. So I decided that this year... I'm going to take advantage of these three holidays and do as much cooking as I can. Because I know after I finish, I'm not going to want to do it. So that is what I plan to do. So my plan is, since I don't have to cook for Thanksgiving, which is awesome, I'm going over to a friend's house. And it's great because I have to bring three things. I have to bring rolls. I have to bring cranberry sauce, which I told you I'm going to make. And I have to bring drink. Now... As far as the rolls are concerned, I am not cooking those. I don't even know how to make rolls. And, yeah, I don't even like playing with the dough to make dough and yeast and stuff. So, yeah, we're just going to buy that. So, I already bought that. I also have... I'm in charge of bringing the drink. Now, I don't know. There's not much cooking you can do for drinks. And I'm not one of those people who will like puree stuff and make all this fancy drinks. Nope. My drink consists of buying ginger ale and like crayon apple or crayon grape and mix it together. That is my drink. If throw some ice in there, that's the best drink ever. So yeah, I am quote unquote making a drink. So that is pretty much how what I'm going to do. But I'm excited because this is just a great time of the year and I'm looking forward to spending time with my kids and just... Snuggling with them and watching movies, it is just fun. So, this is just one of those great times of the year for me. Now, since I know we haven't known each other for long, I kind of met you earlier this year. I think that it would be fun for us to actually, instead of asking your opinion about something, I think it would be fun for me to get to know you better by you telling me a little bit about yourself and what you do for Thanksgiving? Like, what is your favorite tradition? So let's say, for example, you would say something like, well, my name is Susan, and for Thanksgiving, my family and I like to do da-da-da-da-da. Whatever it is. But I think it would be fun for us to get to know each other. Now, you already know my name is Kiana Mitchell, and you know I don't really like to cook, and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's are the only times that I really like to cook. So you know something about me. So I want to know a little bit about you. So right now, well, no, not right now. Listen to the rest of the podcast But after it's over, go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me a message and tell me a little bit about yourself. And then also tell me what is your tradition for Thanksgiving or what you are doing, what you did. And okay. And I also want to know what you ate because this is the only time I care about making different things. So if you have a good recipe or something, please share it because I will try it during thanksgiving christmas new year's i won't try it any other time but i'll try it during this time so send me a recipe or two i will definitely try it and let you know how it worked out so i'm looking forward to hearing from you can't wait to get those recipes and this is just going to be amazing so i'm telling you in advance just give me what you got and i can't wait to make these recipes and also to hear exactly what you guys did for thanksgiving Now today, for our topic, I would like to talk to you about something that goes in line with what we're celebrating. yes, Thanksgiving. Now during Thanksgiving, we know that it's important for us to have gratitude and be thankful and I know at some dinners, people will sit down and go around the table like, "What are you thankful for?" and everyone will say something that they're thankful for so with that being said, today i want to talk I want us to talk about thankfulness and gratitude however I wanted to talk about thankfulness and gratitude in our relationships yes I know this sounds weird because until recently I've never really paid attention to that but I've been doing a lot of reading as I told you last week and so one thing I've noticed in all my reading and this is not just reading this week or for the past few weeks or whatever I started reading about relationships when I was like 17 18 so yeah I have been reading a lot. But one thing I have noticed recently, like in every book that I've read over the last five, six years, everything, every book has had a chapter about showing gratitude and appreciation in your marriage to your spouse. And of course, I didn't pay attention at first. So the first book I remember it being mentioned was a book called The Love Dear. And that's an awesome book. If you ever want to go read it, go do so because it talks about how you can do things to make your marriage better. And it's funny because it goes like day by day, it does 40 days and each day you have a different thing to do. So on one of those days, one of the things you have to do is show appreciation to your spouse. It talks about how sometimes we can take our spouse for granted and in the book it, talks about, what they say that we have like an appreciation room and a depreciation room, like in our minds and how we are more opt to go to like the depreciation room. That's where we complain about our spouse and have bitterness and anger rather than going to the other place in our heart or mind where we appreciate our spouse and think about all the good things that they've done. So that was one book, The Love Dear, talked about that. Of course, I'm just going to be honest and just tell you Don't tell anybody else, guys, seriously, but I have started to read that book so many times and I've gotten to a certain point, but I've never finished it. Like I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And most of the time when I started to read it, it was when my husband and I were having like rocky parts in our marriage. So I was starting to read it and I've been good because it starts off easy. Like don't say anything negative to your spouse. I'm just like, oh, that's not a problem. I don't have to say anything negative today. So, you know, it would go like that. And then as it got more intense, more intense, it would get to a point. And it always came like after the room, after the chapter that talked about the depreciation room. So clearly I remember that because I read that chapter several times. But it's like once we got like five chapters, I would say maybe two, three chapters away from that. I would be like, okay, this is just too difficult. I'm just not doing this. So I've never finished the book. So maybe my, one of my resolutions for next year would be to actually finish the book. And I think maybe I could because my husband and I are in a good place now. So maybe I can actually finish the book, do all the things that they say I should be doing, and move forward. But that's neither here nor there. So let's, I digress. But that was the first book that I remember reading about appreciation for your spouse. Okay, so then I tried to read another book called, now this is funny, I think it's called Men Are Clams, Women Are Seashells, or something. Anyway, it was talking about how guys clam up and women are more talkative. But they had a chapter in there that talked about appreciation. Okay, that's book number two. So then I read another book called Love Languages, and I told you about that one, that also talked about appreciation. I read another book called The Love Path. Yes, guess what? It talks about appreciation for your spouse. So then I read another book, um, the one I talked to you guys about last week, about the seven principles of making a marriage work. It also talks about appreciation. So then I began to think, because you know, this has been going on for like five, six years. I've been reading books and books and books. And all of the books that I've read about relationships, every single one of them talks about appreciation for your spouse. So then, of course, I begin to think, okay, my whole motto is this. If somebody tell me something once, I may listen to it, no guarantee, I might. But if I hear it again from somebody else, I'm just like, oh, well, maybe there's something to this. But when I hear it over and over and over and over from different people, different artists, different researchers, you begin to think, well, maybe there is something to this appreciation thing. So then, today like this is serious i don't even know how this happened but today i was looking online and i do like to read articles from psychology today so i happened to come across this article and it says how gratitude can help a failing marriage or relationship i'm just like what so i read it and everything that it said coincided with all the other things all the other artists said And these are different people, different researchers, but they've all done research and they've all come to the same conclusion. And that conclusion is that appreciation and gratitude in a marriage makes a marriage better. And that you can actually make things, even the worst situation better just by showing gratitude and appreciation. I know you're thinking like me, like what in the world? his gratitude and appreciation have to do with making failing marriages work or making things better, but it does. And here's how. Okay. So let's say I am the kind of person who, well, let's just do it with this. I'm not going to use myself as an example. I'm just going to say this. I know for me, it is easy for me to see faults in people. Now this is not a quality of anything that I'm proud of, but it's just something I do. Like, we can be sitting down. I can be talking to you. And let's say you forget to do something I asked you to do I'm just like, oh, wow. So they didn't do this. So they didn't do that. But I'm not thinking, oh, well, they had a lot going on or they've done this. It's like it's easy to pick out the worst in people. And you know that that is kind of how we are. Now, everyone's not programmed like me, which is fine. But I'm sure you have your instances, too, where you have picked out a fault in someone. And let's bring it closer to home. I'm sure if you are married or any relationship, there are or even if you have kids or friends, I'm sure that there are times that you have picked out something that they did wrong and ignored the things that they were doing that were good. Like, if you have if your husband forgets to take out the trash, you'll be like, I don't know why he didn't take out the trash because he could have and he had time to do it and you'll start thinking like that. Instead of saying, he didn't take out the trash, but he got the kids ready this morning, or he made breakfast, or he was busy because he's going to work to provide for our family. Instead of thinking like that, sometimes we just have a tendency to, to pick out the negative. Guys, you may say, you may come home from work one day and be like, I don't know why the house is always dirty. My wife should clean up. She should do this. Instead of thinking, well, she's taking care of the kids. I'm glad that she has dinner ready or whatever. So that is an example. Like, It's easy for us to pick out faults. I mean, I just think that because of the fact that we are human, this is just what we do. And we don't even recognize it. And that's why it's so easy to take our loved ones, our spouse, or our boyfriend, significant other, anybody. It's easy to take people for granted. Because this may sound obnoxious, but I think that to an extent, we expect for people to do things for us. We have like this self entitlement and I'm not just talking about you. I'm truly talking to myself when I say this, you know, we just feel like, okay, so this is what you're supposed to do and you're supposed to do it that way. And we expect people to do things for us. And it's so easy to take your loved ones for granted. I've noticed that sometimes we treat people outside of our family and people at work and just people randomly that we meet so much better than we p- treat our spouse or Or our significant other. And why do we do this? I think it's because we are trying to impress other people. We are trying to make other people think that we're better than what we are. And with our spouse or significant other, we're just like, well, this is us. This is what they get. They know us, whatever. But it's easy when you have that mindset to take your spouse for granted. And when you take your spouse for granted, you begin to complain about them. You don't appreciate them. And their value in your heart and in your life begins to go down. So that is why the researchers have come to the conclusion that when you appreciate your spouse and when you appreciate what they do and spend more time appreciating them and less time talking about all the stuff they did wrong, it's easier to make your marriage better or your relationship better. Because when you appreciate people, it shows Like, it shows in the way you talk. It shows in the things you do. It shows in your behavior and in your character that you appreciate them. And your significant other and your spouse, they can pick up on this. They can easily pick up on when you are disappointed or mad about something they did. I know my husband does. Like, if I'm mad about something, he can pick it up like that. But when I show appreciation and thankfulness and gratefulness, he also picks that up too. So I guess the whole question is, what do you want your spouse to pick up from you? Do you want him or her to pick up that, oh, my my spouse significant other is always complaining about something I'm doing, maybe I'm not doing this right? Or do you want them to feel like, Oh, I know I'm appreciated, I feel loved, I feel valued. Those are the feelings that I know I want. So if I want these feelings, I am sure that my husband wants the same kind of feelings. So I think that since this is what I want, I should give that to him as well. Because none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes, but we all do a lot of good things. And it's kind of unfair for us to just pick out the negative things that our husband or wives, or significant others do, and ignore all the positive things. Now, I remember reading a book, I think it was called um, Sacred Marriages, I think that's what it was called, and in that book, it also touched on how we should appreciate and show gratitude for our spouse or significant other. Now, in the book, the author was talking about how he had a day where he was not appreciative or grateful for his wife. Like he was picking out like small things that she didn't do or things they talked about and she never fixed or corrected or worked on. And he was laying down. He was laying in bed. He was thinking about all the things she didn't do. And he was becoming frustrated and annoyed. And then he caught himself. And he was like, you know what? Here I am thinking about all the things that she's not doing right. But there are so many things that she is doing right. So then he began to think about the things that he did right now I think he said he thought about um he tried to think about like 10 things that he was grateful for her about so as he began to think about the 10 things that he was grateful to about for her he well grateful about her for however that goes he began to like get excited and started like like, oh wow I'm grateful for this my wife does this for me oh I'm grateful for this she takes care of the kids I'm grateful that she does runs the house I'm grateful she does this And then once he began to talk about all the good things that she did, he found himself becoming less annoyed with her, less frustrated. Because he realized in that moment that she did so many awesome, wonderful things that he was grateful for that the tiny things that he was complaining about, and he said it wasn't even a lot. It was like one or two things that he was getting frustrated about. But those few things, it became minute. It didn't even matter because she did so many other things that he was grateful for to the things that she didn't do. It didn't even matter. And so that's kind of what he encouraged the readers to do. He said what we should do is like, Right, Whenever we feel frustrated with our spouse about tiny things that they're not doing, what we should do is actually sit down and think of five good things that they're doing and continue to think about things that they're doing. Start off with five. But as you keep going, he's like, you will feel the gratitude and appreciation beginning to come through. And I think that's what it is. It's like we should just appreciate our spouse for who they are. We should be grateful that they are the people that they are because the majority of us are married to people who are just human. They're going to make mistakes. They have faults. But it is important for us to appreciate them. I mean, we all have faults. I have them. You have them. We all have faults. And with that being said, it's important for us to recognize, okay, this person is not perfect, but they have so many good sides and so many good qualities until it doesn't even matter. And all the small Things that they're not doing right, it doesn't even matter because they have so many good things that they are doing. So that is what that was about. So, what I want to do is encourage you and me to begin to appreciate our spouse. And even if we have to start and do like a challenge or whatever, I just what we should do that I mentioned a challenge, we should challenge each other and hold each other accountable. So what I want to do for the next five days is every day I want to write down five things about our spouse that we appreciate. Like, let's not think about anything negative, just the five things every single day that we appreciate I want us to sit down and write about. Now it can't be the same five things every day because if we do that, we're cheating, and it really does not matter. But I want it to be five different things every day that we appreciate, and it doesn't have to. We don't have to stop at five. If you can think of more, let's keep going with this appreciation, and then at the end of every day, let's do something to let our spouse or our significant other know that we appreciate them and that they love, and that we love them. Now the song that we're going to talk about today and actually the song that we are going to hear today is called need you now i think this song is appropriate for what we're talking about because the song talks about gratitude to god for what he's done for us and to be honest i think that in order for us to have that same gratitude and give gratitude to our spouse and love them the way that we want to be loved we have to be able to be grateful to God for what he's done for us. And I think that gratefulness to God will spill over into our gratefulness for our spouse and our relationship. So without further ado, here's the song, Need You. The song. Now, before I end the podcast, I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I had a blast. I know there are so many other things you could be doing, like cooking, getting ready for the holidays or whatever it is you're doing. But the fact that you took time to spend time with me and hang out with me, makes me feel so special and so loved. So thank you so much for spending time with me. I enjoyed the time that we had together. Now, I also want to just encourage you to continue to share the podcast with your friend. You are doing an amazing job. And each week I do see that by the statistics that more people are listening and that the people who are listening are doubling. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Continue to share. You're doing awesome with that. Now, I want to tell you guys, thank you for those of you who have already gone to iTunes and who have given the podcast a positive review. You are appreciated because all of the reviews that you leave on iTunes help other people find us. And so thank you so much for doing that for me. I appreciate it so very much. Now, if you haven't done it already, it's cool. Don't even worry about it because you can do it now, right now. I'm finished with the podcast, so if you want to turn me off like right now, here's what you can do. You can turn me off, go straight to iTunes, and if you haven't subscribed to iTunes at this point in time, you can do two things at one time. So while you're at iTunes, go, hit the subscribe button, and then leave me a positive review. So that way you could just knock all of this out at once. And if you have left me a review and have not subscribed, then by all means, Go to iTunes right now and subscribe to the podcast so that you can get it. I'm thinking about eventually changing the Wednesday to a Thursday, but I want to see how that goes over. So please subscribe to the podcast so that when I do change over, you will know and it'll automatically come to your phone or CastBox or iTunes, whatever you listen to podcasts on, it will automatically come there. So just do that. All right. So guys, thank you for hanging out with me. Remember, I want to get to know you better, so go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me a message and tell me what you did and, most importantly, what you ate for Thanksgiving. All right, I had a blast and I'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye bye.